Are you a small business owner that's ready to grow your business through social media without having to hire a full-time staff or a third-party company? Honor your business and yourself and become educated in social media. Visit thesocialweb.news for more information. The Social Web and The Social Web Inner Circle, helping you untangle the web of social media marketing. Did you say cardamom? I did. (laughs) Can you expand on the cardamom? I have no idea what that is. It's a spice used in baking. Sort of goes along with ginger and... I won't say it. Nutmeg, things like that. And not Marianne. I didn't say it. It's been a long week, right? Are you ready to wind down? Why not? It's time for the Wine Time Fridays podcast with Shelly and Phil. Neither are sommeliers, but both have a deep passion for life, each other, and delicious wine. And now, here to talk about this week over a glass of wine is Shelly and Phil. It's wine time. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Wine Time Fridays with Shelly and Phil. This is episode 48. Can you believe that? Four more episodes, and we'll have gone an entire year. But before we get any further, let's just say happy Friday, Shelly. Happy Friday. It's wine time. Tonight we have no reception wine, so we're going to get right into what we're drinking so I can open this up. Do you want to tell folks, because we did a Josh tasting from Josh Sellers a couple, three weeks ago, and uh, those are pretty easy to get. So are the Fetzer wines. True. Talk a little bit. These are probably the least expensive wines we've ever talked about. Well, we did have Well, we do mention Yellowtail every now and then, but we don't (laughs) drink it. Gary Vaynerchuk. And then we also... <laughs> Mentioned Gary Vaynerchuk. No, I was going to say, uh, we did have the canned wines. Remember that last year? Uh, yeah, but those are really not inexpensive. When you have to pay four fifty to five fifty for a can of wine. <laughs> I always try to time it. I, I do okay. I'd love to see that spike on the... Oh, look at that. Golden straw color. Mm-mm-mm. It's lighter than the J-Lore, though. That smells good. <laughs> I hope so. Well, I mean, we have to be somewhat honest about this, right? I mean, we don't... Okay. So the reason we're trying the Fetzer um, Chardonnay and Cabernet is because for Open That Bottle Night... I needed an inexpensive Cabernet to make Cabernet and meatballs. So then we thought, well, why not just do an episode about Fetzer? That's right. So we are. So let's toast this up to health, wealth, and abundance, gratitude, romance. And peace on earth. And baby, your giggles. (laughs) To your kisses. Don't put your finger down your throat this time. That's nice. Nothing wrong with this. So what I was going to say is we are not, like the intro says, we are not sommeliers, but we just love life, each other, drinking wine together. And yes, it's more of it's more of a passion than many people maybe, but we are not experts by any stretch. With that said, we don't want to, 
we don't want to be super negative on wines. If we really don't like a wine, we'll we'll say that, but we're not going to say this sucks and spit it out. <laughs> uh, we'll say something like, you know, maybe <laughs> it's a little harsh on the edges or whatever we say, but this is a $7.89 bottle of wine, Chardonnay. If you can't find, I mean, that is a really good price for Chardonnay. That's not bad. Right, yeah. This is has a taste of pear, but on the end, it tastes like pear skins, if that makes sense. Is that what you're getting out of this? Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's very interesting. Yep, I get mostly pear. It's um, really soft, well, isn't it? It is. It's a little bit acidic. Nicely balanced, though. What is the alcohol on this one? The alcohol is 13.5%. And this is the Sundial Chardonnay. And Fetzer is from California. And one of the things that I like about Fetzer is that they're um, working on being certified. Well, they are certified. Um, sustainable. Sustainable, right. They have 100% renewable energy since 1999. They're certified carbon neutral. Their water, they've reduced by 25% at their winery since 2015, and they are certified zero waste. They reuse or recycle over 98% of their waste, which is cool. We really Especially when we just had Earth Day. Yes. Or is it coming up? <laughs> Earth Day, the twenty second of April. Well, <laughs> okay, especially since into Earth Day. especially since Earth Day is coming up. Yes, uh, I was going to say um, going green is really important to us, isn't it? As much as we can. Yeah, I mean, we don't really go. Uh, honestly, simple habits go a long ways. Recycle, reuse. We we could actually refuse, reuse, recycle, reduce rot, and rot is compost. So the fact that they uh, pay attention to that is is really cool. Um, they have a whole sustainability program in line there, uh, and that's just fun. Before we go to break, we're gonna actually talk a little bit about episode. 48, which is what we are on right now, and what that means. You know what episode 48 means in terms of jersey numbers, Shelly? I do not. <laughs> Let's remember. Uh, well, you're a NASCAR fan, aren't you? Yeah. What number is Jimmy Johnson? Is he 48? He is. <gasps> oh, my. He began his NASCAR career in 2000, and in just over a decade, he's become one of the most successful race car drivers of all time i think he's got well he's got a lot of wins we're just gonna leave and then daryl johnston uh fullback for the cowboys that is i mean 48 that's really uh they had a stretch to get him in there wow why why is that i mean he was good but gosh um maybe 48 is just a tough number They have to pull from the NASCAR ranks. (laughs) Okay, 
<clears throat> anyway, uh, so that is uh, the Chardonnay. We'll talk a little bit more because we're going to revisit it a little bit. But um, real quick, we'll go to a break and come right back with the Cabernet Sauvignon from Fetzer. Wine is meant to be social, enjoyed with friends and family when experiences truly matter. Add the perfect food pairing and the experience transports and transcends. The Culinary Stone is the meeting place for all of this. With their world-class wine selection, wine classes and food classes all amongst your new best friends in the center of a retail space, that boasts a bevy of culinary tools, it is a place where relationships and memories are made. And now the Culinary Stone has their very own wine club, affectionately known as the Noble Rottens. A nod, of course, to the Noble Rot. Each month, club members are treated to wines you will be proud to serve your guests. Or don't share and keep them all to yourself. Our wine club, wine classes, and retail wine selections are brought to you by the Culinary Stone Certified Sommelier, Trevor Treller. Wine classes are every Sunday at 2 p.m. and fill up fast. For more information on how you can experience wine like this or book your spot in one of our wine classes, visit culinarystone.com or simply call 208-277-4116. Welcome back to Wine Time Fridays, episode 48. We just tasted through the Chardonnay from Fetzer, and I still am thinking of two weeks ago when we had the, the, the Peltzer. Uh, the Fetzer, Peltzer, uh, Peltzer really is a much more refined wine. It also uh, costs a lot more. These wines are under $8. That's true. So the Chardonnay, we got... Uh, from Super One for $7.89. And then Shelly picked up the Fetzer Cabernet Sauvignon, $7.50 from Fred Meyer. We're going to open that now. And... <laughs> that was a really... That was a sad little pop. That was a sad little pop. <laughs> you sad young man. <laughs> That's from... I think Monk. There was something on Monk. You sad little man. Wasn't that Monk? I don't recall. Something like that. Okay. Anything on the on the cab before we do a quick toast on this? Again, it's from California. Hmm. It's called Valley Oaks Cabernet Sauvignon, 2019. Only two years old, barely. Yeah. Maybe a year and a half. Yeah. 13.5% alcohol. Thirteen five. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's toast it up real quick. To your giggles. To your kisses. <laughs> Cut it, Rich. Kept pulling the glass away. Well, because I didn't think you're gonna ding it. I didn't think you're gonna toast to my kisses, and that was really gonna upset me. Right off the bat, on this, on the nose, it was a little funk, funkalicious on the nose. I got a little func- functified. Are you becoming a wine snob? Maybe. I'd rather not be, though. Hmm. What do you think? Dark berries. Um, some uh, cardamom. Did you say cardamom? I did. <laughs> Can you 
expand on the cardamom. I have no idea what that is. It's a spice used in baking. Sort of goes along with ginger and... I won't say it. Nutmeg, things like that. Okay. And not Marianne. I didn't say it. And if you swirl it around, you get the cherry. Like Bing cherries. Yeah. So I like the Chardonnay better than the Cab. But my question to you, is it easier to find a quality Chardonnay under 10 bucks than it is to find a quality Cabernet Sauvignon under 10 bucks? Hmm. What do you think? I would say it's easier to find a quality Chardonnay now because we don't age our Chardonnays in as much oak as we used to. Um, and we do still age Cabernets. So probably it's much less expensive to produce a Chardonnay than it would be to produce a Cabernet. Remember, it used to be really almost impossible to find like a Pinot Noir, a, a, a decent Pinot Noir for under 20 bucks, right? Right. It's a little, seems like it's a little easier now, but I, I don't know. It still seems like that $20 mark for a Pinot is, is kind yeah. of the standard. There was that one we used to buy for seven ninety nine, which was really good. Mount you can Pellier. find Montpellier, yeah. yeah. You can find some good bargains if you look and also ask your store manager the Your wine professional? Yes, your wine professional at any of your stores that carry a good selections of wine. You know, <clears throat> there are very few grocery stores that have a wine buyer there to ask to answer questions. Some, like Fred Meyer does, and mm-hmm. we appreciate that. Albertsons, no. Super One, no. And so then you start looking at your bottle shops, like the Culinary Stone, the Dinner Party, of Studio 107, and and the like, right? And they all do. And they all uh, have decent um, wine knowledge because they are the ones buying the wine. And they usually have wine clubs and all that. So <clears throat> anyway, uh, anything else? No. <laughs> she gave me a, um, spring's around the corner. Thank goodness. April's around the corner. The birds are chirping. The sun is out. This is great. And with a little bit of knowledge, just a little bit of knowledge, wine becomes much less overwhelming. Thank you for listening. We will see you next week. And it's going to be a surprise. Chris Cochran and Phil Anderson are lifelong music lovers with a taste for a very wide range of musical styles, genres, and artists. After sifting through their vast musical archives, they promise to bring you on a very unlikely rhythmic and melodic journey that will hit all the right notes on The Greatest Song You Never Heard podcast. Visit thegreatestsongyouneverheard.com or listen to wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for spending part of your day to wind down with Shelly and Phil. Remember, you can listen to any episode of the Wine Time Fridays podcast by visiting winetimefridays.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And join us on our Wine Time Fridays Facebook page, Instagram, or on Twitter, which is at Vintage Tweets for daily conversation. Until next week, Here's our toast to you, to health, wealth, abundance, gratitude, peace on earth, and of course, romance.